Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Jay Lee. And we got D-Mole. Yo, yo, well. yo. Josh, um, I wanted to welcome back everyone to another episode of The Square Table where we give advice and answer the hard questions about life. I am joined by Josh, who does not remember the intro. Tis I. Um, who we are not joined by is Shay Shay. Yeah. Shay doesn't know how to... Really, nigga? I know. Like, <laughs> like really, nigga, Shay Shay? Like, you, you just gonna not show up? I'm just kidding. I love you, Shay. No, I'm um, not. I'm not kidding. I'm about to. But so I feel sh- like he's got something major going on right now, and that's why he's not here. Nope. I, nope. I'm putting Shay Shay on blast. All right. Now listen. Listen, family. Yesterday we were supposed to record, but Shay Shay was supposed to make was making dinner. You spilling nigga, all square table tea. Oh, I am because he didn't show up, and when you don't show up, that's what happens. This nigga fucking re- didn't realize that the rice he was using was expired i don't understand okay so i was talking to glenn about this and i was like bruh you know how long you have to have rice in order for it to expire like rice is like something that just doesn't expire like it was 2017 rice bruh this nigga moved with this rice it wasn't even like it was i feel like 2017 rice might still be good no dog no dog no it expired in 2017 what does the resident chef say Bro, it expired in 2017. This is what I'm saying. Oh. So he had to have had it for years. Before 2017. <laughs> Duh. This shit, this is like pre college rice. <laughs> Who dog? keeps like, rice this... that long? Who keeps rice that long? Like, what is the point of keeping rice? Bro, he was deployed long. when he had this rice, dog. This is what you not understand it. <laughs> so when he had this rice an unreasonable amount of time, <laughs> he kept the rice. It got stored away in some storage shed. Yep. And he still had it. And now he's and he out didn't of the realize. army, moved back, moved to Delaware with this rice. This yep. is like some well-traveled rice. Why are we talking this about rice? She's rice right made now. Made his jambalaya black. That's how he <laughs> knew it was fucking old. I was like, bro, it must have had like a smell or like something, dog. Like, how is that? How nice. do we get that far? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Shout out to Machine for going and getting the right rice because Shay Shay's unreliable. That's <clears throat> that's how you know he was single for a long time. Correct. Mm. But anyway, but you know what? That rice must have been through several girlfriends too. It was. That's you probably know? why she right. said throw it out. <laughs> that's exactly why she said throw it out because this some rice. other bitch that had her this rice and she don't want to eat it. Get this rice has saved several bitches, bro. It's fed several bitches, <laughs> and now it's expired. Dang, Shay Shay is feeding women the same rice. rice. That's gross, dog. Anyway, um, last What's, week, yeah, what we talking about? Episode, what, two weeks ago, last episode. Shit, uh, we, we were watching the Michael Jackson. We were. We were watching the Michael. Ja- well, you were watching the Michael Jackson thing. We talked a little bit about Oprah, right? And how Oprah did her little after show talk. And how she's a whole ass bitch. Yeah, a, a lot of people feel that way that she shouldn't have done that. Bro, they've been airing Oprah out, though. And you know, there's a lot of things that, like, I didn't realize. Um, but, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But they've been, like, pointing out different people that Oprah has endorsed over the years. And, you know, they haven't always been in black people's favor. 
Like who? She endorsed Trump. Did she? She did. Not when he ran for president, but you know, they're like really close friends. As a but, business, I mean, as a businesswoman and a businessman, I I could see that. Like the yeah. billionaire circle in the United States ain't but so big. There was other politicians and stuff like that that she's, you know, kind of endorsed that, you know, people are starting to point out. And, you know, it's kind of just like um, Steve Harvey, like when Steve Harvey and Monique went back and forth, how they used a quote that he said years ago against him yeah. and made it applicable today. Um, it's kind of the same thing they're doing to Oprah right now. But, you know, Oprah has a bigger following because she's, you know, Oprah. Black. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, we, we hit on that a little bit in the main topic uh, of the last episode. We talked about our our uh, personal isms and things that oh, yeah. we do and don't do in relationships, things that we know about ourselves that we know no matter what relationship we in, no matter who we with, we're just not going to change those things like those. That's just who we are. And mm-hmm. so our partners just have to come in knowing and understanding that about us and either accept us that way and that be the relationship or not accept it and, and leave the relationship really that's what it comes down to so i talked to somebody about the episode um, and they were asking at what point does compromise come in right because you know we talk about accepting my isms and what's moving forward but like at what point does a person decide that they're going to comp- going to or not compromise that makes sense well i think it's it's compromised no matter what, but it's also accepting. Like okay. you have to, you by you accepting is you compromising. So if you mm-hmm. choose to stay in a relationship willingly, knowing that about that person, you're compromising something about yourself really like, okay, what is my threshold? Am right. I over that threshold or not? And if I'm not, then I'm compromising in some way so that I can, you know, be in this relationship right okay yeah, it was a just definitely an empty conversation i had about that um and i i definitely agree with you i think that 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 is definitely where it starts um, but i don't believe that that's where it ends i think that there's it's case by case basis i mean every relationship is going to be a little bit different yeah uh-huh. but yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess it's time for my favorite point of every week. Oh, yeah. So, so coming up next for you guys, we got asking for a friend. I think Demo's going to have an up. Where? Who? You've been where? Where who? Oh, really? That's how you feel. And the guys be like, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Make yeah, oh, so <laughs> last asked for a friend, we had a, 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 a young lady who was trying to get back her ex. Um, and you know what? The update is she gave in. She gave in? What does that mean? She gave in, bro. She, did, she didn't talk to... She she ended up talking to him, even though the advice that we gave was to just block him. She ended up talking to him and cussing him out and telling him how he was and shit. And I told her she ended up really not getting the closure that she thought that she was going to get by doing that. But she says she feels better about it, so it is what it is. But, you know, I just I wanted to see how blocking a nigga would do. I wanted to be on the other end <laughs> so, of blocking a nigga, you know? 
So you wanted her to block him on everything mm-hmm. and just ghost him. Because that's what you and Shay Shay said the last time was like, yo, she should just ghost this nigga and just be out yeah. and disappear and never respond to him again. That's exactly what I wanted because that's what made the most logical sense. But she couldn't do it. <laughs> she couldn't she because invested. the flesh is weak. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh. So you try to say she got some good D and she just couldn't walk away from it. Uh... I cannot confirm uh-huh. or deny, mm-hmm. right? Everybody go ahead and make your assumptions, y'all, because y'all know. But <laughs> I believe that there's a strong possibility that the flesh is weak. Did I say that already? <laughs> hey, Did I, was I, that said? We've all been there. So can none of us sit up here and say we ain't never done the same thing? Or, you know, who knows how long this is gonna last. She the flesh might have been weak and she went back, wham bam, thank you, ma'am, and then maybe she goes to him next. Yeah. Or the flesh needs not be so motherfucking weak. Come on, why can't we be better than this? Why do we always give in? I guess sex is just too good, man. I just don't know. That is why you have hit the nail <laughs> on the proverbial head. Like, it's just, it's just too, too good, good. Man. Sex too And then once you have that connection with somebody, usually it's even better. So you can't just walk away and, and, and leave it unless they really, really done you dirty. You can't just let it go. We ain't all so, else out here, dog. We can't just be letting shit go willy-nilly. <laughs> I hated it. I hated it, guys. <laughs> We're not all else. I hated it. Um. So I thought... This week's Ask for a Friend, you know, it was, it's actually a really simple kind of question I wanted to ask. Okay. Um, so there's this one young lady who's been dating this guy. Um, and mm-hmm. she, every time that they date, they go out, um, you know, they meet in public or, you know, they hang out. They've never spent the night over in each other's house and they've actually never been to each other's house before. Um, and she wants to know, should she be alarmed that he's not allowing her to come to her, his house? And at what point in their dating should she say something about it? Like, should it be, you know, safe to assume like, oh, I should have already been to his house by now. He may have something to hide. Like, at what point should a man, should she feel like he has something to hide? And it's not just about him being comfortable with her. Well, I feel like if neither of them have been to each other's house, I'm mm-hmm. going to go out on a limb here and assume that they have never had sex. So being that sex is not currently a part oh. of their relationship, I don't, I don't know about all that. Where they been going? In the car? I mean, I guess that's I not, mean, they, that's not they could hotel it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they've gone on a trip with each other, they could, you know, go to a hotel. Possibly. And potentially have sex in a hotel. But I don't... If, if you're dating... Here's what I feel like people have to understand. Is that as we mm-hmm. get older, when we are dating, it's not always about, you know, like, going to the club and going out and hooking up. Like, that's not... That's true. That's not part of dating. And you can, in my mind... You can date multiple people if you if you if that's your definition of dating. Right. So if your definition of dating is that you haven't um, like you're playing the field, like you're telling people, hey, I am openly dating right now. Like mm-hmm. I might have a date later this week with some other person. Then. Mm-hmm. OK, so be it. So the fact that you haven't been to his house and he hasn't been to yours isn't really a big issue. Plus, if you've never been to his house. Why haven't you invited him back to your house if you feel like that's something you should be doing in a relationship? 
That's it's a good like question. it's just like people complain about not getting phone calls from their friends all the time. Like a phone works both ways. That invitation can be extended on both sides. So I, know, I, I say that a lot, but it's just because I wasn't gonna call. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right, that's a different situation. Like I wasn't. The phone call. works both ways. That means I wasn't gonna call you at all. Actually, yeah, you know, some people are just bad phone people. I'm not good talking on the phone. I'll text you when I get a chance, but. Mm. Yeah, phone call is not going to be my thing. But for this young lady, I don't think she should really be worried or concerned unless they're at, getting to a point in their relationship where, like, you feel like you should be meeting, you should be going to the cookout. You should be, you know, doing some of those other things where you, he's integrating you into his family and you're doing the same thing on, on your side. Um, yeah. Introducing you to moms, dads, grandparents, whoever you got in your life. Um, now, if you're at that point in your relationship and you have not been to each other's houses, that could be something not to be concerned about per se, but to, to ask questions about, you know, like mm -hmm. maybe he's just embarrassed because he doesn't live in the best part of town or maybe he still live with his parents. Not that that should be a reason you don't date him, but maybe there's reasons behind it. And if you really, really, really feel like it's a problem, talk about it. If you're that, you know, be open in a relationship, be candid. What you think? Should she be worried? Uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I yeah because it all depends on how long you've been dating. I think that after maybe like a month, you ain't never seen his house. Like never. Like why not? You know, like wouldn't you be kind of curious? I just feel like I don't. You know, the way that somebody lives tells you a lot about somebody, and I feel like. I don't want to invest all this time and energy into this relationship just to find out that you're a slob or like you have something to hide like you are living with your mom or you know what I'm saying like you you know I don't know I just feel like some people have different kind of like expectations of people and I think that I'd rather you come out front and tell me like hey I you know I'm in this is my current situation in my home like or this is I have some bad habits or whatever um, Isn't that part of dating out. though? Like you let yeah, your relationship I, grow, and that's part of dating. You're dating is you learning that person and figuring out, figuring out if you are all are truly compatible or not. So how long would you like? How long do you think you could date somebody without ever seeing their house? Um, I mean, of course, uh, it depends on what's going on in my life. But yeah, like if we if we are grown ass adults with nine to five yep. jobs yep. and some semblance of a social life, like I don't think it's out of out of it's not crazy to not have been to somebody's house and been dating them for I don't know six, seven, eight months. Eight months and you've never seen their house? Yeah, I, I feel like I could date somebody that what? long. What? And not if I'm if I'm like if in my current situation, like if I was in, at Hampton and I ain't never seen your crib and like I know you ain't got nowhere else to go. Either you at class or at home or at work yeah. if you got a job. Like, all right, something uh -huh. sounds something kind of fishy. Yeah. But now uh -huh. like, nah. <laughs> nah, dog. Eight pressed. months? Nah. First of all, I, no. Eight months, that means every like either we're not hanging out that often. Right. Because some people like I don't like myself, like I don't want to be out all the time. Like I am kind of a homebody. Right. So I want to be in the house. And 
at least sometimes, you know, like we can Netflix or we can just hang out, you know, cook, do whatever and say, I want to cook for you, whatever. Like, so that would mean you'd come to my house or I'd go to your house. But I think about three months, have I dated someone for three months? And you know, I don't necessarily have to go there, but you have to at least have invited me first, right? Yeah. If it's been three months and I haven't been invited, I'm thinking some other things. Like maybe I'm not the only person you're fucking with, or you know, maybe there's something you are trying to hide. You know, that's just my take on it. So I would say to this listener, like if you have been dating for about three, four months. At least ask the question at that point. Yeah, but I don't even know how you could ask it without it be sounding weird. Like, why I've never seen your house? Like, <laughs> how, does, how does that come across? And the relationship's still okay after that. I think maybe you should approach it like, because um, I think you got to figure out where he lives and then just kind of make a situation where like, it doesn't make sense for you to go home. So you mean like if they was out partying or whatever, and like, look, I live too far away, your crib closer. Let's just crash at your crib. Yeah. And call it a day. Yeah, I think I would set a situation up like that. And if he goes out of his way to take you home or like to get you home, like he Ubers you or yeah, some shit like he that. He pay like a thirty forty dollar Uber to get you home, so you just so you he doesn't have to have you at his crib. Something. Yeah, special. man. Something is then, up. I'm with you on that. For sure. Then you could uh you can call me because you can use the Darren I need you to ride with me package. You know, you can use that package and I'll ride with you and we'll go get to the bottom of this. Nah. We just we just swing by. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my take on it. I would I would try to put make a situation so that you can at least see it. I wanna see it. Well, but you know what? And on that same question, like so this is completely uh, kind of on topic, but have you ever seen somebody's house that you were like, yeah, no, nah, I can't fuck with this person no more? No. No, really? I haven't. I can't. No, I can't honestly say that I have. Bro. How many how many crazy houses you been in? I've been to a couple houses where I wouldn't even sit out. That's gross. That sounds like roach infested type <laughs> stuff. Like, no. I wouldn't even... <laughs> Josh, I wouldn't even sit down. I was like, oh yeah, you ready to go? You know, like, you know it's a dirty house when you keep looking around, you feel stuff crawling on you. You like, you just got that prickly feeling, like your body feel like TV static. <laughs> yeah, you like, oh my God, what is? what was that? That, that, was, that was what was going on, bro. Sitting like, on the edge of the couch, like, mm. I didn't even sit on the edge of the couch, bro. I stood in the doorway, it was bad. It was bad. That's terrible. She had like mold on her ceiling and shit. See, like it's, it's stuff like that that makes me try to keep my house clean because I don't want anybody coming to my house feeling like, ugh, like he living in a pigsty. She was cute though, but not worth it. Gross. Nah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I Absolutely do it. not. And you know why I couldn't do it is because I started thinking about other shit that had nothing. And I don't know why we do this as people, but I started thinking about shit that had nothing to do with our relationship at the time. Like, I was like, I'll never be able to sleep here. Like, <laughs> and then she's always going to have to be at my house. Like, that's so inconvenient. I can't have you or always like, in my house. Right. Or like, 
she I'm never gonna eat her cooking. I don't know what extra shit is coming in it, and like Nish will think that I don't like how she cooks, and it's not that I it's don't probably like. Just how a she little cooks. extra protein, couple roaches here, few ants right. there. Ugh. Then I was like, maybe she doesn't wash properly, cause like her house looks like this. Like maybe she is a dirty bitch too. Like like all these questions now. But she probably looked good in the club when you saw her. She did. See. She, she, as I stood in the doorway, traps. she looked good once she came out, too. Traps. <laughs> she trying to trap you. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was startled by that. That was, that was crazy. Dude. Oh, man. So, yeah, hopefully that advice was good for you. Yeah, I um, hope so, too. It, and be, once you see the house, weary. take a picture and send it to me, because I want to know. Yeah, ultimately, just curious. be weary. And, uh, you know, if you hit that three, four month mark, start asking questions like that'll force him to answer and based on his answer you're gonna be able to tell whether or not you should really be worried or not correct okay okay well thank you demo for that ask for a friend i think we gave yeah, some good advice from the square table on that one um, i answered the hard questions about life bro. yes answering do. all the hard questions about life <laughs> Up next, we got coming up for you guys a couple current events, a couple things that's happened over the last couple weeks that we want to bring you guys up to speed on. We'll be right back with that. This week's current events coming to you live from the Square Table. Things we want to talk about that was going on in the news lately. Um, that's had a lot of traction. A lot of you know people are talking about it. All right. The first thing that I wanted to bring up that's been going on in the news is this college cheating scandal, <laughs> scam, pretty much. Is that what they're calling it now, the child college cheating? Yeah, they're making it seem like this, like, okay, first of all, what blew my mind about this is that these same people that are pretty much paying for their kids to get into these schools without the merit are some of the same people that claim, um, Oh God, drawing a blank. That yep. black people shouldn't be, or black students shouldn't be in some of these schools, and the only reason they got in was because they're black, and that if the school didn't have these required quote-unquote quotas, their their kid, their white kid, would have gotten in. So, I I think it's crazy. I think it's asinine. So, but what was funny was that okay. there's a lot of black people that are hearing about this, and they're like, y'all are surprised. And then yeah. they said Becky from uh, that show Full House, Aunt mm -hmm. Becky, they thought mm -hmm. they were just calling her Aunt Becky. But her actual name on the show is Aunt Becky. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> like, crazy. So, so what do you think about this whole thing? Like, do you think that it's a, like, it's a problem? Like, do you think, like... I don't think it's a... Well, yes, I think it's a problem. I think it's bullshit. I think that it should not be the case at the same time it's always been the case this is not mm -hmm. anything new there's people how do you think and why do you think buildings are named after certain people on at colleges and universities on their campuses mm -hmm. like they didn't just give that school 50 million dollars out of the kindness of their heart they again well, return sometimes they do but you can't tell me that if I give a school a million dollars, that 
they won't look favorably on my child trying to go there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, or anyone in my family trying to go there. If there's a building on your campus with my name on it, somebody you cannot go in there. tell me that that doesn't give you a leg up on applying. Right. Y'all gonna give me an honorary degree or something if I ain't got no right. kids. But you know what? That's a, so I kind of, so when I first hear, heard this story, right? I kind of was like all the other black people. I was like, man, this is not news. Like, I just assumed this is always the case. Right. Especially because of, um, especially because, like, you think about Ivy League schools, right? You want me to believe that all these celebrities and fucking millionaires and billionaires' kids are smart enough that all of them are consistently getting to Ivy League schools? There's Hell not one no. was that didn't meet the requirement. I just don't believe it. Houseway. I just don't, I just don't believe it, Houseway. right? So I've always thought that that was the way to do business, right? If you wanted to go into one of these schools and your your grades just weren't maybe there or your test scores weren't maybe there, you slash somebody extra $50, $60 and it is what it is. And I don't actually see a problem with that. Even though it's fucked up, I guess, as far as like morals goes, yep. but I don't see a problem with that. The place where I see a problem is, um, so I did a little bit of research. So the place where I see a problem is that these families were paying people to take the test, take tests yep. and, and classes for the kids. And, and write think, essays, write their admissions yeah. essays. No, I mean, writing an admission essay, that ain't that bad because I know a couple of people whose parents or their school teacher wrote their admission essay so they ask to get in. That's not the problem. But I think... I, I am okay with doing everything that you can to get your student into the university, right? But I think that once they're in, they've got to perform. Niggas can pay for you to get in, bro. I, that's the that's the nature of the no, game, though. You, you know, because the whole at the same time, you got qualified African Americans who can't get in just on their merits, but we right. got unqualified white people who can just waltz their way in on the college, right? And this whole idea just, man, get out of here. Are you trying to tell me that there's no African-Americans that are getting in this way either? No, African-Americans don't got money to pay off universities. No, <laughs> no, it's not like, not a university, but like, so off, like, we pay somebody to take the test for them, paying somebody to take the test the SAT in school for them. You pay, you no, paying but people that's, to create fake saying. profiles. I mean, come you're on now. Listening, Linda, you're not listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Yes, I'm, listening. I'm not buying so it. I mean, you talking about once they get in, they gotta perform? No, absolutely not. They shouldn't be in in the first place. Get out of here. Go. Ahead. I, I, no, I don't. I don't necessarily think that that's the case. So, I like I, the I, way I, that I, the way that I kind of equate it is so, like, if I knew somebody in the missions circle, right? So I used to do student recruitment at Hampton, mm -hmm. and so I do know everybody in the missions department. Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that I could get anybody into Hampton if I wanted to, right? By just using the personal connections I have with people, regardless of their SATs, regardless of their GPA, right? Is that right or wrong? If I get them into the university that way. Regardless of SATs and regardless of GPAs. I bet you I could. Who the fuck do you think you are? Who do you think you are, dog? <laughs> I bet you. No, for real. <laughs> the goat. Like, regardless, I could get anybody into Hampton. So yeah, I'm coming into this school with 1.0. A 1.0 in a, in a 400 on the SAT. You think you'd get me in? Just Wait a minute. Just, hey, just off the I, how, you, how you graduate college with a 1.0 in a 400 on the SAT? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't graduating, dog. Yeah, no, I do. I, I, 
I do. I mean, that's very extreme, but I do. I think that if you didn't meet the requirements, I think that I could get you in because I didn't meet the requirements to get into Hampton and I got it right. right. So the requirements, the requirements to get into Hampton aren't necessarily requirements, right? But that's what I'm We're, saying. They're the guidelines, but that's, that's they're, they're the guidelines. you're missing the point. You're missing but the that, point. What it. I'm saying is that there are people out there that use their connections they have with other people to get their kids into schools that they probably wouldn't have gotten off their own merits. Right connections. It's the difference between using connections and cheating, dude. Yes, there's. So I think that it's wrong. And if you were on there's time to the square table, you would have heard me say that <laughs> no, I believe I that. Care. Like I'm you one, dog. If you get out of here, if really, you're nigga. paying to get people in, I've always thought that that was the case. That's what hey, people God. are doing. But if you're nah. paying people to take your test for you, you're paying people to write your essays and shit like that. That's fucked up. Nah. Even though there's niggas out there to write their other people's essays, you can't tell me that there ain't people's mamas. Ain't those people's fucking pr uh, principals, fucking teachers that are writing niggas' essays. Really, You can't nigga? tell me that. They do it all the time. The only shit, and the only reason that people are really fucking mad is because it got blown up and that, no, if these motherfucking white people didn't pay for their motherfucking kids to go to this school, your ass still wouldn't have gotten it. Period. I'm Period. Listening. I stopped listening a long time ago. What's the fucking truth? And I think that, that and that's why, like, this whole college bribery shit kind of blows me because it's a significant it's not a significant a number of people that are doing it no. this way it's not like it's thousands and thousands of people if there are, are thousands and Bird, thousands been of investigating people this that since 2011 2011 they've been investigating since 2011 if you believe they, they if you honestly what, a couple believe people? that because aunt becky is paying for motherfuckers to go to school that your ass didn't get in you're fucking crazy you're fucking crazy, dog. <laughs> That's just you. You're just as stupid as the white people that say I didn't get in because of affirmative action. Same, same idiots. You're part of that group. <laughs> the fuck? That shit is dumb. That shit is dumb. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get into Harvard because of affirmative action. We talking about? <laughs> I did. She so, so is going to Harvard Law now. Right? Like what the fuck? That's just crazy, man. Same fucking white people that was on the damn documentaries talk about we don't get scholarships because they go to all the minorities, even though white people get more scholarships than everybody else. Like, it's just dumb, dog. I don't uh, think that it's news. I think the whole shit is stupid. Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. <laughs> Let freedom ring. I rain. think it's stupid, bruh. It is stupid. Well, here's on a on a different note. You got two, no, two more all, current events. First of all, pause, pause. Since I'm here, hi guys, hi, hi listeners. Yeah, here's your shit. I just want to introduce myself. I'm your boy Darren Deshay. I, yeah, I showed up late. Um, I had a lot going on in my life, but I'm here, dog. I showed up. That's half the battle, right? Hey, um, it, it happens when you come into the square table. Shit pop off. You got look, something else somewhere else you got to slide through right quick, but square look, table is always home. Maybe, maybe if Darren Mullen would have been where he was supposed to be on Sunday fucking oh. evening, <laughs> when I had time, we really bringing up schedule, really bringing up oh my god, schedule, right? I, I don't know. This bombs over bad guy right now. I have a calendar and there is a set time on my calendar Whoa. for recording. Oh and my god. This is this this time is not 
a normal record time. So I'm you just must saying. have ate some of this spoiled rice, dog. What the fuck you talking about? Really, nigga? I nigga, you to taste ghost every day. <laughs> I started to taste it yesterday. So let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all what really happened. I'm, late, I'm, we, I'm we fucking to up tell the what timeline. We thought happened. You just throw, this is the rice you had before you deployed. This Bruh, rice that fell. They fed a couple of your other other. October 2017 is yeah, when it expired. Bro, I did not know rice expired. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, bro. I started cooking it and it was black. Black rice. I'm like, this don't what? look right, man. Something wrong. And I look what? Black I'm so glad rice? you got that. <laughs> is it so white, white rice is white to start Bruh, well it's brown rice because i was making jambalaya oh. but uh <laughs> it was a zataran's jambalaya mix bro but like everything was black it was oh my god it was so bad I so what did we learn yesterday. what did we learn i when i went to buy the zataran's jambalaya rice mix today i checked the expiration date it doesn't expire that's what i learned start checking expiration date everything fucking expires that's what i learned mm lesson of the day things expire well i'm glad Everything. i'm glad you learned about zyderans and they have expiration dates yeah you know i'm glad you remedied the problem and situation you know you still came out on top and uh, i did because I, I i came back and i made my meal today and it was it was amazing it was great I'm glad unexpired you rice I don't like Darren's face right now. Not, <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I can't tell if it's frozen or if he's just hey, looking bro, that way. In my mind, I'm thinking like about that dumb bitch I saw on Instagram today that said, I didn't order gratuity. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> For you oh, to say God. you didn't know rice, fucking the Zatarain, like I thought you had like a bag of rice. You know, yeah, that's what I thought too. Ass, I thought you had a bag of rice. You had the Zatarain fucking cream jambalaya box and you didn't think it expired you are dumber than i thought you were <laughs> actually for real for real like i didn't i didn't realize i had had that rice that long you asked me you got, monday when you asked me it was like did you move with the rice i was like yeah twice like i'm, I'm mad <laughs> i didn't know why did you move with the rice? I'm, mad, I'm mad because you knew how many times you moved it's not like you move once a year, dog. Like you moved uh, twice in the past. Bro, but nine, that's the thing. Six, like I, years. I, I cooked. Like I cooked in between that time period. Between like when that I got that rice and when it. I mean, you just never. I guess it. I just never. I, I buy rice a lot. So like I I had at one point I had like twenty boxes of rice in my thing. So I like cook rice a lot. I like rice. What the fuck? That so, it's not. You I guess. Rice this is, is Zatarans. It's the pre jambalaya, but it's not just rice, nigga. You, well, I got rice, rice. Bro, I got Uncle Ben's. Oh. I got rice a I got the Zatarans. I got, I got a bunch of different. You know, I'm, I'm, I diversify in my rice. You know, I got white rice, got brown rice. I diversify, bro. Like, mm. oh, black rice. By the time I got to this box, By the time I got to this box, it had expired. Man, it's not my fault. I'm sorry. I don't care. I really don't. I don't care. Well, I appreciate your candidness with us and and coming clean with the square table. And I'm glad that we were able to to uh, move past this. I'm speaking into an existence. Okay, we're uh, we're gonna move past it and we're gonna forgive Shay Shay for leaving us for some rice. Because you know what? You know what? Harry recorded yesterday. I mean, oh, on, on Sunday, can somebody Wait. have been with a 
supposed to be. See? Bro, it's crazy is Shay Shay will go ghost, right? Like Shay Shay, you don't hear from this nigga at all until like maybe five minutes before we might be recording. And then you he know, goes, you know where I was niggas, on Sunday though? We doing I was this? ready. You know bro, where I was on we Sunday? We don't even hear from ready. you. I was ready. It don't matter. I was ready. Josh hit Josh hit the group up. I was like, we don't right, know. And then we'll Darren's never like, know if you were or you weren't, bro. We'll can never we, know. Can we do this tomorrow? I'm just bro, like, what? We'll Come on, know. bro. I scheduled, bro. You wasn't. That's not. Bro, we'll never know. No, the world will never know. Uh, well, <sighs> what are we talking about this, today, man? We're, nah. we're hitting on our current events right now, right? Current we events. just hit. We just talked about the the college scam that's going yeah, on. College scam. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, I just want to bring to light what happened in New Zealand. Um, they're saying upwards of 50 people were actually killed. And the Josh, terrorist is what we will Josh, call him. White supremacy is not a thing. Say what? Say it again. White supremacy is not a thing. It's not, it's a not thing. real. No, it's not it's a not thing. Real. So it's, we're it's breaking barriers here by calling him a terrorist. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying he he was a he got bullied as a kid and he was fat. That's always the backstory every time. So you know that's why. Yep. Bullied as a kid, grew up, and now he, he committed this atrocious crime. Come on, let's just, let's just call it. Let's call spade a spade. Yeah, man. Let's like what terrorist? What? That's, white people can't be terrorists. Josh, we live in America. Come I know on, he's now. not brown. Just, come on. He's not brown, so we can't call him a terrorist. Yeah, absolutely um, not. No. Kill 50 people on no, Facebook Josh, live stream. He was a disturbed, he was a disturbed man. Let's talk about his mental health he issues. He just needs what, help, right? What mental health issues did he have? He just needs help. That's yeah, all. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll say New Zealand is not taking this lightly. New Zealand went no. the next day and they're staffing and putting into effect gun reform laws what guns the guns have nothing to do with this guns have absolutely nothing to do with this what are you talking about i don't know the who guns... are these people in new zealand it has nothing to do with guns you know what? i i these are all crazy asinine things to even discuss when you talk about a mass mass shooting oh man right? according but... to some politicians it was it was the people who was at the mosque fault it was their fault mm-hmm. that's what some people say For being there if yeah. they weren't there, they, they he would have had nobody to kill, right? They've created this this culture, not not yep. this idea of white superiority. No, of course not. It's just it's everybody understands that it's not just in the United States that these things happen, because they happen everywhere, right? And people fail to realize that. And so, oh man, this what you were just talking about is not. It's not localized to us, and no, other people deal localized. with it differently. Other nations it's, deal with it differently. It's, it's become it's become um, okay. It's it's becoming normalized because our our commander in chief is normalizing this this rhetoric. Man, he's normalizing this uh, these racist. Um, overtones. He's he's normalized the dog whistle politics that he uses to speak to those um, who subscribe to this white supremacist ideology. He's normalized it, and it is becoming it's becoming acceptable to be again.
it just again becoming acceptable because it once was and then it was like all right now it's not cool to be racist we got to be like low-key racist now again it's becoming acceptable to just be like fuck it next next we'll have a lynch party around this motherfucker i mean let's let's keep it real that's where we're headed we're headed there mm-hmm. you know we'll be hanging we'll be hanging niggas again like uh, i hope it doesn't come to that i hope that i i, hope, I do man. see I, I see young people yeah, I gaining me. traction across the nation in terms of holding public office, even in their, their cities and towns. So I think that there's a shift coming. It'll be a decade or two before we see major reform. But I do think that it's a decade or be... two. We're talking about 20 years, a decade or two. I don't got 20 years to wait, Josh. I'm in rare form today. I, I don't I see. have 20 years to wait. I'm tired of this shit now. You I'm are tired of it today, but you're so you being tired else. is going to make your kids, the kids that you teach, oh. also be tired. Oh, you know, I... you we, we you can't change none of this stuff in a generation, it wasn't created or formed in a generation, so there's a lot more that goes into it, and it's going to take a lot longer than our lifetime to, to change any of it. So, I'm just I'm, I'm happy that it's happening, it's long overdue. And I think that overall, we're going in the right direction. I don't know, man. I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I... we got to be because before people weren't even talking about it. Now people are openly, actively talking about it and also trying to come up with solutions to the problems we have. So uh, I, I think I that's progress. I don't know if we're going as in the right direction, as it might seem. I don't. I, that's a very optimistic, optimistic yeah. way of looking at it, but... I don't know if we're going in the right direction, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm more of a realist here. I, I, you know, to be honest, I'm gonna just call call a spade a spade. I, I see us. I see. I see us heading for a, a point in which an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. There's going to be a clash, i.e., the revolution. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know about that. How, how long? How long can you oppress the people before they just have had enough? I don't. I just. How, how long can you can you just show up to to do to the doorstep of those who are um, the majority peaceful with violence and just expected to just them to continue to take it? I'm I'm just saying. I'm saying, man. I don't know. It's frustrating. To be honest, it's frustrating because it's it's ridiculous. How do you step into a place of worship? Like, I I don't understand. Like, how do you step into a place of worship with people who welcome you into their place of worship? They welcome you as a brother and you sit there and you senselessly take the lives of 50 fucking people. Like, how, how, how much hate is within you to be able to do that? Like, I don't, I can't fathom how a person can hate not just one person. Like, I can understand hating one person. It's, I, I hate one person. And I'd knock that person the fuck out if I ever saw him. But, like, that's just one person. Like, to hate everybody. <laughs> like, how? How do you do that? How do you hate everybody? I don't know. I don't know. And it's crazy. <laughs> there's, there's, we can stress our minds to try to understand and comprehend but because we don't think the way that individual does we will never understand not truly absolutely not because we don't think that way 
And then how, uh, as the president of the United States, how do you sit here and say, I don't even care. I, I, I he's, he's a goofball. Biggest goofball ever. Worst is the worst thing ever. He, he, Donald Trump was the worst thing ever happened in this country. You're not wrong. Worst thing. <laughs> worst thing ever happened. You are not wrong. He was, was the worst, worst. Oh, God. You're at the square table. about to get into our main topic today um, of how do you stay true to yourself when you're striving for your goals what have you what have been some some things you've come up against that have really tested you also if you got some of those when you know there was something that you wanted to accomplish you knew that there was something that like I'm doing this and I'm doing this for whatever reason um, how did you maintain your own whether it be your moral code your ethical code you know your your drive to achieve that bro i just said fuck everybody um oh okay that's pretty much what i did no nah, i mean hey uh, <laughs> 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 you know no nah, i mean it sounds it sounds really harsh but i mean in real life in order for me to really achieve my goals and really like you know get after what i wanted to do um I, you know, it's kind of what you got to do, though. Yeah, you got to be like, kind of selfish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I had to, you know, you had to draw a line in the sand and, like, literally not cross it. Like, this is as much as I'm willing to do. And, like, I got other shit going on. And if I'm available, like, you know, I, I, I'll do what I can. And if I'm not available, I'm not. And so there's a lot of times that, like, people try to reach out to me and I didn't fucking answer the phone. Or, you know, there's a lot of times where, like, you know, shit was going on and I didn't show up. But, you know, I got other shit going on. And so it really started to be like, if this isn't going to help me get to where I'm going to go, if if me doing whatever this is, you know, whether it's going to go see somebody or communicate with somebody, if this is not going to help me get to my goal, then I'm not doing it. You know, what's, what I need to do in order to me to get to where I need to go is always going to take precedence. You know, and, it, you know, it's definitely grad school. It's time consuming. You know what I'm so, like, if I had to write a paper, like, I don't give a fuck what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got to... You know, really, anything. You know, even when I like started to get a job and like my job started getting away at school, like I quit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. If you're not gonna help me get to where I'm trying to go, um, and or if you're gonna be a barrier to where I'm trying to go, you know what I'm saying? I just pretty much said fuck you, and 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 I was successful and I got to where I needed to be. But you know, it's it's something that you gotta do temporarily to get where you want to go. Um, and that's just what I did right wrong or indifferent that's just how I did it and how I continue to do it um, I don't know about y'all though I mean you know when you're trying to reach your goals and you got things that you're trying to accomplish I mean it, you know at the end of the day it takes sacrifice right and sacrificing could look different for many different people and you know could come in many different ways you sacrifice comfort or you sacrifice um fun and enjoyment right a little bit you know um you sacrifice things that you you know like to do i mean it doesn't matter what it is but it it, it requires sacrifice um so like when you're trying to reach your goal uh staying true to yourself right is understanding that if you're going to reach your goal, there are going to have to be certain things and sometimes certain people that you are going to have to cut out of your life 
in order to make it where you make it to where you are trying to go. Um, but but with that, like the whole staying true to yourself thing, I think that means like keeping what you're striving for in the forefront of your mind, like always staying true to what you're going after um, and what you're trying to achieve, not letting anybody kind of like deter you or um, get you off the path because there will be nice little side paths that look very, 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 very appealing um, that will take you far, far away from where what you're trying to reach. Amen. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep your eyes on the prize. You gotta be strong because you're not here to play to dream or drift. You've got hard work to do and loads mm. to live. Mm. <laughs> what? Stay you know, focused. You gotta stay focused. You gotta keep your eyes on the prize. Don't quit. That's what's all up. that good stuff. I you know. What? So staying focused and you know, keeping it where, um, where if it's not bringing you closer to that goal letting it go kind of like Demo said it was like fuck it a lot of people feel and will come back and say well now you're just using people at that point and like my my point is that is that doesn't mean you're using people but that means you are you are intent on achieving what it is you want and there's nothing wrong with that and if there are people in your life that feel like you're using them just to get to where you want to go. And in all reality, if you boil it down, everybody is using someone else for something. Like That's what we call transactional relationships, right? I mean, there's just certain relationships that face it. They are transactional. You give something to me, I give something to you. All right. Or I give something to you and you get something in return. Those are transactional relationships. Those um, or, or, or what we like to call acquaintances. Right. Um, you know, people only have a small amount of uh, like real like what's the word I'm looking for? Um, genuine relationships with people where it's, there is no um I do for you and you do for me. It's an actual genuine friendship relationship that exists um, just off the pureness of enjoying that other person. I don't see any issue with that. Oh, I would agree. I don't like I think I think when it really boils down and you know BS, take a look at the relationships you have in your life with different people like no, you're not negatively trying to use someone to abuse them. But we do also use people to get other things, whether that be you're using them to get love from them because that's somebody that you love. It's a, it is a transaction of love and you're not doing it out of malice. It's, it's in that case, to me, it's a, it's a good thing, right? And so if you're going to your goals and you drop somebody because they're not on that same path as you, that happens with relationships all the time. Like, and it happens amicably a lot of times too, right? And it's just because you're not on the same page. You're not striving to get to the same place. And that's okay sometimes. So I think at the end of the day, we're out. Everybody's using somebody for something. Uh, I don't think everybody's using everybody for something. But I do think it's fine to like, you know, drop people. I think sometimes getting rid of people out of your life is staying true to yourself. 
um, because of, uh, you know, sometimes people can bring toxicity and negativity into your life that you don't need. Sometimes people are just a distraction from getting to where you really need to go. They're, uh, they're a, 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 a roadblock sometimes, you know, like I always like saying that people are in your life for a reason or a season, some shit like that. I don't know. I think I said that correctly. Maybe I did. Who knows? All right. But that's, but that's it. Like some people are in your life to teach you a lesson and you move on and you got to let them go. Right. Although they might not think they're in your life to teach you a lesson. They think they want, they're there forever, but it's not, the, it's not the case. You got to learn your lesson, move on, keep moving. All right. And then you got some people who are there for, uh, for the long haul. All right. Um, those are those people you can depend on that will uh, be your support system to push you and guide you and remind you, hey, dude, don't you have a goal that you're trying to reach? Those are the ones you got to keep around, man. Like, that's that's what you need, right? And that staying, staying true to yourself is realizing who those people are, right? And keeping your goal in front of you at all times and in your mind. Yeah, but isn't that isn't that technically a transaction because you have that person in your life because they support you in what you're doing oh, that's and they want you to achieve those goals that is not transactional that is real support that is a, that is a genuine relationship that is that is not transactional that's not transactional i don't think that's that that would be classified as transaction but that's at all but that's that's because we have this negative connotation of transactional it doesn't i'm saying transactional doesn't have to be negative we automatically put that spin on it because I, that's just what people assume but to me it, it doesn't have to have a negative connotation we just spin it that way for whatever reason transactional in a lot of cases is good like if you have that person that supports you generally in what you're doing like and you you do the same to them it's this it's this it's reciprocated so it's it's beneficial for both people and we want to do it no i feel like i feel like when you put it that way it takes the humanity out of being human right i think that just because i support you doesn't really mean that it's like a transactional interact like it's not like i quit pro crow like i'm scratching your back you're scratching mine like i feel like some people genuinely support you with no desire of getting anything out of anything it in return end. Yes. Right? And so I think yes. that from what Shay is saying that asking, you know, those people that are willing to support you, because honestly, if you have a goal that you think is worthwhile, right? Um, the people who really care about you and are really your friends, they're going to ride out with you through that process, right? And they'll understand that that may mean that things may change in your relationship. Um, you know, you may not talk to them as much. You may be dizzy, but they understand that you're going after a goal, right? And that when that is said and done, you'll return. So I, I think that that's a little bit different. And I and I think when you start going after your goals and going after your dreams, you really see who your friends and your support system really is. Um, because the people that really aren't down for you are going to tell you that it's stupid and they'll try to talk you out of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, they'll have their own agendas. And those people are in transactional relationships, you know? If you're With the person you, that's always yeah. giving them advice or always going to turn up with them and now they don't have anyone to do that with so now they don't want you to go to fucking law school or you know fucking start your own business because you won't have the money to do it um those people aren't really your friends um but you know the people that when you tell them your what your goal is and what your plan is and you know they may give you some constructive criticism like hey you know i think that's a good idea but have you thought about doing this thought about doing that um 
but then at the end of that conversation going like yeah you know i hope the best for you um those are people you want to keep me around so and I, and I and I agree with what both of you guys are saying, but I, I, I just don't want to make it seem like the only interactions people have with each other is kind of like a, out of a benefit for themselves. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, I think... JJ agreed with me. <laughs> that, that never <laughs> happens. That never, <laughs> ever happens. Like, what? JJ agreed with me, girl. Well... I, I wanted to add too that understanding that when you're driving to achieve your goals and staying true to yourself, you know, be assertive with what you want, you know, be direct about it, be purposeful about it, because if you go out of half ass, it's not going to turn out the way you want it to, you know, you got to be a fucking shark. Yeah, you got to You got to go take it. You got to be a shark, man. You got to go like. And not like just like a, not like a, you know, baby shark. Do do do. Gotta be a motherfucking megalodon, dog. You gotta, you gotta be jumping out the water to get the cow or whatever. You know, out the water to get the cow. Yeah, exactly. That don't even make sense. Some like, off, you gotta do some off the wall you stuff. Gotta, you just gotta do it. Like, especially whatever your whatever your goals are. Like, you just gotta be. You gotta be focused, and you gotta be a you gotta be a, a a lion out in the jungle looking for the gazelle. You gotta be hunting. Yeah, you gotta okay. you gotta be a bear looking for a camper. You gotta be a liger. Uh, uh, okay, a liger that don't take no shit from nobody. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm I'm trying to follow you guys on this one. <laughs> <laughs> No, in all seriousness, though, man, like, you just, you, like, when we talk about, like, staying true to yourself, man, you just gotta, like, you can't, you don't take no as an answer, right? Like, because at at the end of the day, if you aren't achieving the things that are gonna give you satisfaction, right, at the end of the day, like, you're, you're, you're gonna be left with this uh, feeling of emptiness like there's something missing within you right um so like and that that's part of staying true to yourself fulfilling your your needs and, and um fulfilling whatever it is that you need to make you feel whole right whatever goals that may be maybe you want to be a lawyer maybe you want to be a doctor maybe you want to start your own business maybe you just want to i don't know change the world but like whatever you want to do you just gotta you gotta be the world like the world the whole world absolutely right you gotta be you gotta be a you gotta, you gotta be a go-getter you gotta be a go-getter you gotta go after it right? you do that's, that's part of staying true to yourself because if you don't like i said you'll have that, that feeling of mm-hmm. I, I i left something out there on the court i could have put out a little bit more effort I knew I got had more more gas in the tank. You know what else you got to do? Stay staying true to yourself. Achieving your goals is a process, right? It's an, it's absolutely it's not going to happen overnight. And so it being a process means you've also got to learn along the way. Learn about yourself. Refine what it is that you want, right? Um, and you know, understanding that your truth today may be a little bit different than your truth tomorrow. I don't know what's going on right now. Darren is cracking up and I don't know why. I don't know why either. I don't know what's happening. I feel like he was singing Baby Shark this whole time. 
<laughs> he was up, like, <laughs> it's like he was seeing baby shark this whole time. Man. You got some serious issues, dog. He you does. Got some, He's uh, getting oh, delirious. Um, but you, you got any any last anecdotes? Like, what was the what's the one thing that that the two of you would say to somebody that's going through this process of achieving their goals? that may be struggling with staying true to themselves? What's like the one, the one life hack you would give them? Mm, uh, the one life hack. Mm, that's a good question. You only get one. That is, that is a good question. The one life hack. Cause y'all, y'all have well, both done some things where, you know, your goals have changed what you wanted out of life and out of your careers has changed over time. And in order to achieve what you have to date, you've had to stay true to what it is you wanted. You know what? The the life hack, time is your most valuable resource. Don't mm. waste it. Don't waste it on people, on things. So know, know your worth, know what your time is worth. Mine is, man, just don't be afraid to jump off the cliff. Well, you're gonna be, that's not you. <laughs> Your parachute, your it's gonna be scary, dog. When you go to jump, it's gonna be scary. Your parachute. Oh God! Right? Now, mind hell, you, when you right? jump, you have a parachute. It, okay. it takes a couple Where's seconds for it to open, too. By the way, like it, it will open, man. Don't, don't be scared to jump off the cliff. Don't be afraid to take that, that plunge, that dive into, you know, the unknown. I promise you that the shoot will open and you'll coast down. It might be rough and violent once you first make the jump all right but like once that shoe opens and snatches you up and you like oh eventually it's like you start to float and you're like oh wow i found my happy place this is cool all right so just i mean jump go for it yeah. i feel like that that's like we talked about that in our very very first episode jump with an asterisk because Oh yeah, what? Taking risk. Yep, right. taking risk in life. That's what we talked about. You just gotta go. Just do it. Jump, jump. Don't jump let the naysayers you hold you back. Don't fucking. Yeah, don't jump parachute list. Now that's different. That's, <laughs> that's not that's, what I'm telling that's, you to do. That's, that's I don't know. Listen, listen. Don't. I don't want square table family. Listen, <laughs> I don't want y'all being like oh, the last. Shay Shay told me to jump. That so I did it. said to him was jump and he did it. No. First of all, that was figurative, not literal. Okay. Um, and if you're literally going to do it, make sure you got a parachute. Make sure it's been checked by a jump master. All right. Make sure you've. Yeah. All right. True. Y'all here just jumping without parachute. Oh, uh, thank y'all for your life hacks. Oh, I'm thank sure, you. I'm gosh. sure. Huh? Thank you. Oh, you know, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, Actually, you know, you're here because you have to be. I'm here so I don't get fined. I, I Can we start with, finding people? I got threatened with a counseling statement, so I decided <laughs> I'd show up. He was. I had the magic bullet in there, too. He was about to get Article 15. But... Ooh. <laughs> um, why, is he in, why is he in the brig? Because he didn't show up he didn't to show up. podcast. What? Absent without leave, my friend. Well, um, going into our last segment, we're going to hit y'all coming up. We got um, our unpopular opinions. All right. So far for the last two episodes, 
I, Jay Lee, have not agreed with either of the unpopular opinions. So we'll see. We'll see this week if um, if I can get behind Shay or D Mo on these unpopular opinions. So here we go. We got the unpopular opinion. D Mo and Shay has. Has one for us. Get my agent. Um, Somebody get my agent on the line. I don't, I don't. He ain't got no manager, dog. This is hey, not man. what I'm used to, okay? Manager. I don't like, I don't like hey, this man. new format. I'm not messing with it. All right. Call the producer. Hey, oh, the producer says you will provide hey, your man. unpopular opinion. Thank you. So hey, after, after you, Shay, what, what is your unpopular opinion this week? Amen. What what do the people what are the people not going to agree with you on? My unpopular opinion because the producer is making me say my <laughs> unpopular opinion even though I had already said my unpopular really, nigga? opinion but the producer wasn't recording my unpopular oh my opinion. Gosh. Fuck y'all. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, for real though, like, uh, I'm happy Instagram was down the other day. Like, I was excited to see how mad everybody was that Instagram wasn't working because it just like did nothing but confirm how fucking addicted to social media the entire world is. It's ridiculous. Y'all, That's where everybody's life y'all is. Almost, y'all was like, everybody's y'all, when Instagram went down, y'all was like a yeah. crackhead who had had no crack in a long time like you're trying to get your next fix like when when am i going to refresh my feed when am i going to see the next story what's going on i can't deal instagram you need to fix this i feel like everybody all the twitter heads started popping off and it became like a little feud between regular twitter people and instagram people is how it's how heated it got if you was mad because instagram was down last week you have a problem like you have a serious problem and you need to get yourself checked out you are addicted to social media. If you can, if you were upset, you have a problem. For everybody that was upset. All y'all was mad. All y'all upset people. Bro. And you can at me. I don't care. On Instagram. Bro. What you got, Timo? But before you at me, follow me though. My face <laughs> was by far the best social media outlet that's ever been, though. I wonder how much it's worth now. My space with Tom? Dog, my space oh. top eight was that fire, bro. <laughs> I knew how much you cared about me immediately <laughs> when I went to your page, bro. Now I can't do that. I can't do that now. Now no, I get close, like, you got close friends. No, so friends, no, it's not the same, bro. There's stuff coming to the top bro. of your feed. If they don't turn green, if, if their story isn't hear, green, they don't care about you, bro. Tom didn't hear, have blue check marks next to names. If bro, I could hear all your equal. favorite song when I went to go visit you. I knew what you were about, dog. Like I knew who you was. I thought bro. I thought people was popping when they had like infinite scroll. Like you could just bro, keep you scrolling down have... somebody's page. You could personalize your page with different colors and fonts, dog. I knew what you liked in your taste. MySpace was by far superior, bro. You you had the real them now. It's just shit, Instagram though, models Josh, because they lost like five hundred million fucking songs and videos and shit from their damn database when they switched servers. So, you know, 
Mm. Well, Demo, what's, what's your unpopular opinion this week? That was it. That MySpace is is the <laughs> superior social media outlet. I could agree with that. Also, since we're talking about social media, I don't know if you guys knew this or not. We didn't report it here on the square table, but Blitter is now officially over. Oh, it is. Blitter is no more. I don't think there are really that many people using Blitter. Nobody uses Blitter. You can go to Blitter right now and refresh it. it no one uses it. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Well, we tried. I we think he ran out of funding and he couldn't support the server space and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it's probably season desist. Um, so, yeah. He also lost his mind, too. Talk about that. Mm. Probably. Well, thank you guys for, for coming <laughs> and being a part of the square table. <laughs> Ah, he probably fucking ate two year old rice like Shay Shay. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Just blitter down. <laughs> old on. rice. It was Damn. the blitter's demise. Damn. Look. Oh, guys. What? I know Janae Aiko is single again. Oh, Absolutely. good for her. Oh, All right. No. So, breaking the fourth wall. Do y'all know that I DM Janae every day? I was blocked for like two months. Really? You got blocked by Janae Aiko? <laughs> Why would you DM Janae Aiko every day? What are you DMing her about? What are you DMing? What are you saying? I just, You're you know, creep. different things. Dog, different things, dog. You know, just different things. Um, mm. um hey, I got my, my, uh, I, I don't know. I, can't I miss you, baby. <laughs> oh. This be me. Uh, oh man, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, public service announcement. Um, no means no. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, Guys. it does. It does. Yeah, this is for gentlemen, young men, and, and young women. No means no. Even don't. <laughs> no. So you know, you're talking about how your nigga win at young mod dog. No, no, no. <laughs> he did. He was Kodak. Kodak hey, is man. wild. What are you hey, doing, man. Kodak? AJ Lee outro me, dog. I'm about to lunch. <laughs> Yo, hey, thank y'all for coming and joining the square table once again. He said, uh, he said, how you know you don't want no dick inside you? It's just, yep, <laughs> it's time to cut Gmail off. We appreciate she you. We said, love you. You're weird. Uh, it's your boy, Jay Lee. You can find me on Instagram at the square table 3.0. Um, Yo, I'm just gonna say this right now. I don't like this new management.